Steve and Justin use YCharts for their winning investment research. So start your free trial now. And if you purchase, mention InvestTalk and get a generous discount at YCharts.com. This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on Invest Talk on this Wednesday afternoon, November 28th, 2018. And as you know, life goes on, and we're all watching the markets, and of course, it was a pretty exciting day today. And we're coming, getting closer and closer to the end of 2018, so if we're going to have our end-of-the-year rally, it's got to start soon, or we're not going to get it. I mean, today was a big update, but, you know, it's not, you know, you look at all the days put together for the last couple of months, and it's, yeah, well, okay. Not that, it's not that terrific. It's a great start. Hopefully, it will continue to do it. I mean, it was the third day in a row uh, being up, so that that's a good sign. I'm Steve Peasley. I thank you for joining me today on Invest Talk, our daily objective, of course, as always, is to make you an above-average investor. And we do that by providing unbiased opinions and insight as best we can. And, of course, we welcome all your investment questions on our Anytime Listener Line, 888-99-CHART. So we answer the, we give you unbiased opinions and we answer questions. And hopefully, this doing this over and over and over over the Weeks and months will make you a better investor because it's all about how to how to pick better stocks, how to understand the economy, where's the market going and why. So that's what the show is all about. Now, here in Southern California, where I'm broadcasting, it's been, I, I, I would say it's been, what, nine months and we had one brief little rain period. Well, that's about to change. We're supposed to get a big storm coming in. I'll believe it when I see it. We're going to have a couple, three days of rain. Rain. We have. We need it desperately out here. Of course, other parts of the country are getting snow and blizzards and stuff. But, you know, for us, rain is really the best thing we could have asked for. The markets opened up strong. The Dow was up a half a percent to 1% early in the morning. The S&P and NASDAQ were also on the upside early, early on the get-go. And what was really... Interesting is the market opened up strong, continued to get stronger all day. It ended strong. That's kind of unusual to have an all-day rally. So that's good news. It really is. We'll see if it can continue. Did you see Amazon? They started selling software that mines medical records. Remember Amazon bought, purchased an online pharmacy? You know, this is... You know, they're going in a lot of different directions, Amazon. And some of, part of me thinks that's a problem because they got to stay focused in all those directions. But part of me also looks at the directions they're going and they're all growth areas. So Amazon is at $1,605 a share. Started off this morning, anyway. And how about Facebook? Relative to earnings, Facebook is now cheaper than Walmart. That's pretty unusual. A tech stock like High growth tech stock. Walmart, Walmart's usually pretty low PEs, but Facebook uh, is is cheaper based on their earnings. Hmm. That's interesting. The price of oil is down. Depressed uh, in 19 states. If you if you want to get oil, gasoline, go to Texas. It's a dollar sixty nine a gallon. 
Don't come to California. It's three to four dollars a gallon. And they keep raising taxes here on oil in California. They think, I guess our governor thinks we're like France. Just keep raising the gasoline taxes. Keep raising it. And they think nothing, nothing's going to, no one's going to react to that. You're getting more and more expensive to live in California. It's driving out middle class people. Anybody who can get out of the state does. And it's going to drive out wealthy people too. Uh, they're just because you're, you're taxed every which way. You know, they, I, you don't think that people won't react? They'll react. It's just a, a what, what? What's the pain point for taxes and restrictions and laws? I mean, I know a lot of people who left California because of the taxes. So uh, they they better watch out. Better watch out. Now, how many times have you heard me say you can reduce your expenses? You you, you can reduce your expenses. And if you do, the more money you'll have to invest. You need to reduce expenses. Pay, buy, just, you have a certain amount of income, spend less than your income. Okay, you can also try to reduce your tax bill. Reducing your tax bill can help. Well, I'm going to get to that story about how we might be able to do it, how some of the, the tax changes are going to affect you. And some of you may have to end up paying more taxes. And uh, I'm going to be one of those guys. Number one is I live in an expensive area where the housing is expensive and we don't get, we got a limit on our your property tax that we can deduct. There's a limit on your high, higher properties, higher, more expensive properties. Problem is in Southern California or many parts of California and in the Northeast that I know of, prices of houses are extremely high. So taxes are high. So even, you don't even have to buy a big house. No. But before we get to all that, let's go ahead and take a question on our Anytime Listener Line, 888-99-CHART. Hi, my name is Ting. I'd like to thank you for the show. I've been listening to your show, and it's been helpful. I have a question about a mutual fund, symbol DBA, B like David, B like boy, A like apple. It's an agricultural fund. I bought it when it was high. I want to know if I should keep it. Or I should sell it. Thank you. Okay, DBA. It's not a mutual fund, by the way. A mutual fund always has to have five symbols, and the fifth symbol has to end in X. It has to be an X. That's a mutual fund. This is an exchange-traded fund, an ETF, that uh, it re the results correspond to the uh, Diversified Agricultural Index Excess Return. Okay, so it's a it's an agricultural ETF. So that's what it focuses on. It doesn't. I don't get. I don't get to know exactly what they own by the quick read that I have here. So I'm not sure what what kind of what what that index has in it. Uh, but that's what it is. You're, you're talking about agricultural, uh, an agricultural diversified agricultural portfolio. Okay, so that means it's probably got fertilizer companies, maybe uh, food companies, you know, maybe mining, uh, you know, mining for like uh, fertilizer, you know, there's mining for that kind of thing. It has to be agriculture related. So the question you have is very simple. Do you think agricultural related companies will go up in the economic reality we're sitting in? Well, we're late in the economic cycle. We're still growing pretty strong. Uh, also, if you feel that inflation is going to come, that will benefit this. If the inflation does pick up, 
Now this this ETF was selling for nineteen dollars nineteen dollars and fifty cents six months ago. Today's at seventeen twenty five. I'm not really keen on this. I don't think we're going to have inflation out of control. Uh, And I think that we're closer to the end of this economic cycle, which would not benefit agricultural products. We've already been benefited a year ago, two years ago. I don't think they're going to be benefited going forward. I mean, it's it's probably had its run and and ran up to the middle of, what, April, May, and that's about it. Now it's weakening. So it doesn't do anything for me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be interested in this. Okay. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. So let's talk about changes in the tax law that's going to impact you. Now, this is the first year they, that the changes are going to be fully implemented, that the that they Trump changes in the tax law. There's six tax deductions you're going to either lose or be capped in 2018. Okay, so here are here they are. Casualty or theft losses. It used to be if some if you someone stole your car, you could and you didn't have insurance, you could write that off your taxes. No more. Or some stole something out of your house or it wasn't covered by insurance. No more. State and local taxes. They're all going to be capped. They're going to be cast, but in California, they're capped, meaning that you only can deduct a certain amount. Used to be able, you can deduct, you know, all of it. Not anymore. Medical and dental expenses, tax preparation fees, charitable giving, capped, home mortgage interest, capped. So, what 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 did what did the tax return? What what did the tax law change? Who's it benefit? It, it benefits lower income people. That's who it benefits. Middle and lower income people will benefit from this, not people considered to be higher income or people in that have bought house prices that are, were high. It Because it doubled the standard deduction from $12,000 for singles to $24,000. Okay? For more married filing joint. It doubled almost your ta- standard tax deduction. So if you don't have, if you don't itemize, it might be, you know, a lot of people who don't itemize are those people that don't have houses and don't have, you know, different kinds of deductions that they're all being taken away from from us, you know. So it's going to help the middle and lower income people, but it hurts higher income people. And I know that the news doesn't say that, but they're not telling the whole truth. It does. It really does. Because those, because the standard deductions are so high now, everybody gets to take those deductions. And the lower your income, the, those deductions are more impactful on your taxes that you pay less. That's simple. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and I want to thank you for making this program a part of your routine. Justin and I do our very best to make it interesting and instructive. We want to, and whenever you have investment questions, please, I encourage you to give us a call. Ask us. We'll, we'll answer them as truthfully and honestly and straightforward as we can. And if you can also listen to our podcast, you don't have to listen to it live. We're live right now, 4 to 5, Monday through Friday, but you don't have to. Please call. I'm taking your questions now, 888-99-CHART. As an investor... You've seen the volatility of October and November, and now in the final trading weeks of 2018, 
there could still be more surprises. So to prosper, serious investors need to make sure they are implementing an effective master design with the right mix of strategic investing programs. And you can quickly see what you may be missing at investtalk.com. The phone lines are open, Steve is here, and he's ready for your questions. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Let's talk to David in San Jose. How you doing, David? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, I just had a question. You know, you hear a lot of commercials, for instance, infomercials, if you will, on the radio, talking about, mm-hmm. I think it's something called Index Universal Life, and they'll even say things like, yes. if you can, take the money out of your 401k, put it in here, it'll grow tax-free, and when you take it out, it's tax-free. And I know there might be a life benefit, but as far as an investment means, uh, what do you think about that? It's not whole life, which we know is not good, but it's I know. this new thing. I know. What do you think? It's not it's not much different than whole life, uh, universal life, or index universal life, or index whole life. They do they have them both ways. And why would you ever take out money out of your four hundred one k IRA that's already tax deductible and roll it into an annuity which is also tax deductible? Makes no sense. You know, if you want to buy an I index, can, can buy that, an index in your yeah. Now this is how they tease you. They will say stuff like, well, you'll never lose money because they'll, if you hold it there long enough, they'll make you hold it there long enough, that it, they'll, they'll make sure that it never goes below your initial investment. They say stuff like that, so you'll never lose money. But if you did that in a regular index, there's never lost money either. So, so, so you know, you can say that about the stock market. Oh, it's never lost money as long as you leave it in there long enough. You see, so they they t- they do different things and tease you. So there's not much difference, Dave. Uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. Appreciate the call. Thank you. This is Best Talk, everybody. I'm T. Peasley, and I invite you to check out our new online training experience, Best Talk Academy. Justin and I are dedicated to making the Best Talk Academy a valuable learning tool for serious investors. It is a classroom. I'll be putting on a class tomorrow at 9 o'clock in the morning, Pacific time, 9 to 10. We're going to talk about leading economic indicators and how they how they impact the stock market. And now I'm ready for your questions, 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk. Here's a reminder about the KPP Premium Newsletter distributed to each subscriber's inbox every Friday. The newsletter provides a roundup summary of the week that was, offers a look ahead, and even puts forth some interesting stock ideas. And you can subscribe to the KPP Premium Newsletter anytime at investtalk.com. Have you got a question for Steve? He's here, and the lines are open. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Let's talk to uh, Nick and Hayward. How you doing, Nick? Yeah, fine, fine. How are you, sir? I'm good. I appreciate the call. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nice show. Uh, Still, I don't have this talk, NVIDIA, but what would be a good entry point, uh, in your opinion? Can you please tell me? Okay. Sure. Uh, NVIDIA Corporation, everybody, the symbol is NVDA, designs graphic processing units used in personal computers, 
workstations, game consoles, and mobile devices. It's growing between 20 and 40% sales every quarter. Now, last quarter, it grew 40%. This quarter, it grew 21%. So the growth really took a hit. It's still growing very nicely, Nick, at 20%, but it was not as nice as 40%. So uh, the stock went from 280, and in October, that was October 1st, it was at a 52 week high, 280 something. And now today, it's 160. Got down to about 140, and now it's at 160. So it's starting to try to recover. So what does that do as far as valuation? It makes it about a 22 PE ratio with a range of a low of 17 and a high of 62. So it's kind of on the lower end of the range of their PE. If we go into recession, Nick, this stock and all stocks are going to go lower. If that's where we're headed, which I don't think we are, but if it is, it's going to go lower. If we're not, this stock should bounce. And I wouldn't be surprised it goes back up to near $200 a share again. I don't think it's going to get up to 280 anytime because the, the peak in chip sales has probably been reached and all the chip makers are suffering right now. And NVIDIA is just one of them. You know, they make, you know, they make, uh, you know, those graphic chips for game consoles and mobile devices, which are still high in demand. I don't think they're going to, yeah, you know, I don't think it's going to be as bad as some others think. I just think that you could buy it here, and as long as we don't go into recession, this is probably a good buy point between $140, $160. Okay? Nick, appreciate the call. NVIDIA, NVDA. Let's go to uh, John in Santa Cruz. How are you doing, John? Good. Thanks, Steve, for taking my call. Um, I know you're an ex insurance man, so I wanted to ask you about long term uh -huh. care insurance. Do you have any recommendations? Sure. Um, I'm 62, so... I don't like it. Um, thinking about I don't like it. I, I can tell you I don't like it, John. And and it's only only because it's so expensive and the coverages mm -hmm. are limited. I know a lot of people like it. and They want the comfort of having it. And I don't... You know, I'm not bad-mouthing them. Yeah, you could do that. But my, my personal experience with a number of clients I've talked to... The premiums keep going up unless you have a level pay health, you know, long-term care insurance. And for everybody out there, long-term care is when you get sick and you need help. You either need help by going into a temporary nursing type facility or you need help at home. And the long-term care insurance policy will kick in after about there's a waiting period of 30 or 60 days. So it doesn't kick in right away. And then there's limits how much they'll pay per day, which doesn't cover everything, but just partially. That's, that's the kind of coverage we're talking about. And I, my experience is, is hardly anybody that, that I know who has it ever used it because it either got too expensive and they canceled it when they're old age. And, of course, you know, they canceled uh -huh. just before they need it probably. Or... Because of the cost, maybe you're starting to have a limited in, uh, limited income in your retirement, and the insurance premium keeps going up. You can't afford it. <laughs> the other part is um, the the holding the uh, the um, what was it, the pause period before it kicks in. I don't I forgot what they call that. Uh, and the, that pause period is so long, thirty days, sometimes sixty, that either you're better and you're back home anyways, or you know, you're really sick and maybe on your way to, you know, 
terminal illness of some kind. So, I don't know. I just don't think it's worth it, personally. For some people, well, yeah, the I bet you they be? love it. Would you uh, have an saving your own money, putting that, putting that money you pay for premium into the stock market and let it grow that way. And that would be your long-term care money if you ever needed it. John, appreciate the call. Thank you. Today's main talking point, GM plans more than 14,000 job cuts and five factory closings in the U.S. Briefly touched base on that yesterday. The number one thing, we're all, that's, well, that's going to be the main talking point. Another one, the number one thing people get wrong about retirement. And have you, did you see the new report? This is by the Fed called the Financial Stability Report. This is the very first report. And it's put out by the Federal Reserve. And this is supposed to give us a, a, a look at the financial stability of the various parts of the U.S. economy. I want to go over that and tell you what the problems are with that report. And then uh, maybe talk about the GDP got released and revised and all that stuff. We're going to talk about that today. Tomorrow on Invest Talk, it's the big trade face-off. What President Trump and Chinese leader Xi want from their planned G20 summit talks. Obviously, there will be differing, uh, differing agendas. And I'm not so sure anything's going to get done. But that story is going to be tomorrow. But for now, I'm Steve Peasley. I'm ready for your questions. 888-99-CHART. To win, all effective investors use a process. And listeners call InvestTalk every day asking to share our winning process. And they too can win using the right analytical tools. Just what do we use as our everyday go-to research tool? Y-Charts. It's a cloud-based financial research platform. It is indispensable. YCharts has the powerful tools of a terminal combined with the ease of use of a modern website. We use YCharts every day. YCharts is easy to navigate, visually awesome, and informative. YCharts has filters driven by thousands of metrics, Excel integration, and data visualization to create charts that compare stocks, funds, indices, and more. If you're a serious investor, you'll understand that the precision functionality in YCharts is not free. But YChart has more horsepower and by far better data and filters compared to a giveaway tools from Yahoo or Google. YCharts is a fraction of the cost of something like Bloomberg Terminal. And now our listeners can try YCharts for free. You just heard Steve and Justin endorse YCharts. It's the lightning fast research, data filter, and charting tool they use every day for their investment portfolios. Think about it. Steve is right. Free software cannot come close to the power, speed, ease of use, and practical functionality of YCharts. And serious investors understand that YCharts can pay for itself with just one or two targeted investment selections. So here's your chance to take advantage of a free trial and a generous YCharts discount. Start by mentioning InvestTalk when you go to YCharts.com. Get serious. Get Y charts. Have you visited investtalkacademy.com? You should. It can help you learn to invest like a pro because it features online classes that can teach you how to grow your investments independently. And you can learn more at investtalkacademy.com. Have you got a question for Steve? He's here and the lines are open. 
888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Time to give me a call, everybody. I'd love to talk to you. Today's main talking point, of course, is uh, about GM and they're, they're, they're laying off, what, 14,000 people? They're closing uh, how many plants? Five plants? Uh, not just in the U.S. either, but a number of, of plants are going to close as well as laying off 14,000 people. And they say they're doing it now while because they had really good numbers last quarter. They're growing very nicely. Very good profits. They said they're doing it now because they want to get ready for the next generation of cars, which will be, you know, electric cars and self-driving cars. Now, this is actually they're kind of late to the game. The other car companies have already made this kind of move, but they're kind of late. They say they said there's going to save them about six billion dollars by 2020. 2020. Now, the problem is, is politics. Uh, remember, GM was saved by the federal government in 2008. They were bankrupt. Uh, they actually uh, went through a, a, a kind of a partial bankruptcy, I don't know, a reorganization with the help of the U.S. federal government's tax, our tax dollars, when they really should. Uh, at the time, I said they should just let them file bankruptcy, go through Chapter 11 like everybody else, because the other car companies weren't didn't have that problem. GM had that problem because they got too much in debt. And so, you know, the, their problem is political. The government, you know, Trump can pick up the phone, call the CEO of GM and say, look, the government bailed you out and here you are laying off a bunch of people. We're trying to keep people employed. You know, and the pressure could come from that. In. Now, I don't believe it should. I think you should leave GM alone in the first place. And I still think you should leave them alone now. But it is a political kind of public relations problem that GM is having. It's gonna is having. But is it the smart move? Well, the stock market liked it. You know, the stock market pushed the stock their stock up seven or eight percent the day they announced it. What the day yesterday or the day before? And uh, so investors liked it because you know they need to get ready for the next generation of cars, which are all going to be electric and probably self driving. So, you know, that's a smarter move. And you got to, you know, remember, GM's second largest customer is China. And so with the tariffs going in, you know, and the trade disputes, you know, their, their second biggest market is in jeopardy. So they're, they're, I think they're making smart moves, even though, you know, it's unfortunate for the workers, that's for sure. You know, it's, it's a tough, tough situation for them. Anyways, that's what that is about. Did you see Microsoft surpass Apple for, again, now they did it briefly a day or so ago because Apple went down, not because Microsoft went up. But Apple, Microsoft went up pretty sharply today. And so now their market cap is, uh, Microsoft's market cap is $846 billion and Apple's is $846 billion but a little bit less, just, you know, the hundred millions, you know. So it was $486.73 billion for Microsoft and $846.53 billion for Apple. Now, what does it mean? In the, does it mean anything in the long run? No, it really doesn't. Just like it didn't mean anything when Apple went above trillion dollars. It just means they're a big company, yeah. 
But does it mean really anything for us investors? Not really. Now, we get a wide variety of invest talk and financial questions on our Anytime Listener line, as you know. And the number is 888-99-CHART. So let's hear from a caller now. Hey, Stephen, Justin. This is Shannon in West Palm Beach, Florida. I've uh, called in before. And I thank you guys for what you do. You're a big help. So just a quick question. Um, so my wife does not have a 401k with her company. She's an MRI technologist. And looking to do a 401k, I have a Roth IRA, and we're looking to get her going. She's 34 now, and she's never invested, so she just started making money now. So I'm thinking like a Roth IRA probably for her long-term retirement saving. And I was just kind of curious, do I go to the bank, like we bank with Bank of America? I have a Fidelity account. I use the one that's connected to Bank of America for my Roth IRA. And I was just kind of curious, how should we go about, I know you don't believe in fees or commissions, but maybe looking for some advice on how to set up my wife with a long-term retirement investment um, IRA, probably a Roth, I guess. Look forward to your feedback. Thank you. Well, if you're going to use uh, mutual funds, I would probably open up an account of Vanguard because they have no low funds, very low cost, and she probably should start out with indexes. But if I had a a rather, I would rather open up an account at a discount broker like TD Ameritrade, which is one of my favorites, or E-Trade, or want to open an account there and buy, you know, a Vanguard ETF S&P 500 index fund. Uh, that would be my preference. The reason why I say that is because if you go to a independent, uh, you know, a discount brokerage, then you can invest in any asset out there as opposed to if you go to vanguard or fidelity direct usually you're stuck with vanguard funds or fidelity funds and so it just gives you more flexibility if you go to a discount brokerage uh, 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 custodian and td ameritrade is sipc insured and so does vanguard so does fidelity you always want to stay with those insured but that that would be my preference if you were going to ask me good luck and have her invest in mutual funds or and not mutual funds, but ETFs and indexing. Don't try to pick individual stocks because you got to wait to have enough money to get a broad diversification there. So to get that broad diversification, you just go to a, an index ETF. Let's talk to Dorothy in San Jose. How you doing, Dorothy? Good. Um, earlier you talked about GM, and I'm just wondering, um, would you get out GM at this point, or I have some GM stocks and just wonder what to do with it? I, I wouldn't get out of GM. Uh, you're thinking because of their announcement, get out of them because they're closing and laying off people? That's actually right. a positive for the stock. That's a positive for the stock, okay. not a negative. It's a negative for the people that are getting laid off. and you know, yeah. But it's a positive for the stock because they're thinking forward. They're, they're thinking, well, the future is not what we have now, but what we need to we need to get ready for that future. So I'm not a big car company stock investor anyways, but this is not a reason to get out of GM. And in actuality, GM is fairly cheap and you're getting 4.1%. I think this is actually good news for GM. And I wouldn't get out of it because of it. Okay? Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks, Dorothy. I appreciate the call. This is Best Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and we stream and broadcast the Best Talk live at the 4 o'clock hour, Monday through, to- Monday through Friday, Pacific time, every day. And it's also available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, via Archive pack- a Podcast at InvestTalk.com. So you can we podcast it and take out all the commercials and 
You don't have to listen to me talk during the breaks. I hope you tell your friends, family members. We really would you know, like to grow our family of listeners if we can. So go to go to investtalk.com and you can download using the links there, the podcast links there. I appreciate that. And now the lines are open. We are taking your financial investing questions live. 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk, made possible by KPP Financial, where their commitment to reason and common sense guidance can help make you a better investor. We are headed into the final trading sessions of 2018, and now may be a smart time for you to ask KPP principals Steve Peasley and Justin Klein for help with your portfolio. Start with a no-obligation phone call to the KPP Financial Office in Dana Point, California, or send Steve and Justin a message through investtalk.com. The InvestTalk radio and podcast continues now. The phone lines are open, and you can call with your questions. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Okay, so the new report, it's a brand new report put up by the Federal Reserve called the Financial Stability Report. It's going to come out twice a year. And the first one just got released. Okay, so what it talks about is it talks about, you know, uh, about bonds and the health of banks and leveraged loans and, you know, financial, remember, the report is financial stability. It also talks about a section about the stock market. So it's all well and good about this report. It's put out by, you know, it's put out by uh, Powell, you know, the, the Federal Reserve. Um, and I'm reading it. It talks about the default rates of uh, on bonds and default rates of housing. It, so it talks about the risks to the economy as well, the risks. And it mentioned the long-term risk and near-term risk. And the, and the near-term risks say... Quoted the Brexit from uh, that problem that is going to be a problem for Europe and that Italy's finances. They talked about that and they also talked about the trade dispute with China and other trade partners. And so there was concerns about trade. Nowhere in here, which to me is such a glaring, a glaring fault in this report nowhere in here as far as risks to the economy did they talk about the fed fund rate the interest rates they control or the or the the amount of uh the the balance sheet and how they're cutting back down the balance sheet and how the risk of that to the economy so the risk of raising rates and the risk of paring down their balance sheet what those are immediate risks that everybody knows about and they didn't mention it at all so my question is, is what the heck is, what, this is no good. The financial stability report didn't talk about something that's very important to financial stability, and that's interest rates and the Federal Reserve's raising of interest rates. What a, what a, one other thing they didn't talk about, which I thought, what, they didn't talk about this? Remember, there's long-term and short-term risks to the economy. They didn't touch about the debt, the national debt, the fiscal issues about the national debt and the risk that had. What? That's like not seeing the elephant in the room. That's not a long-term risk? Of course it is. 
I don't know. I was extremely disappointed because, you know, as I'm reading the reports, and, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay, that's good. And I'm thinking, it's like, you know, where's the rest of it? What about interest rates? What about what about the national debt? What about... Uh, you can see, anyway, that came out, comes out twice a year, and I'm just telling you, I don't know how good, uh, what good it is to you and me. They might think it's really interesting, but to me, it seems like you're not going to talk about the elephant in the room, the two elephants in the room. You don't see those. Anyway, that's my opinion on that. <laughs> okay, this is a vet talk, everybody, and I really do appreciate it. We're taking we're taking your financial questions. We'd love to hear from you. Looking at a clock, we have time to squeeze another question in on our anytime listener line. You can call right now, 888-99-CHART. Hi, this is Jeff. I'm calling from Boca Raton, Florida. My question is, what do I do with Chipotle, CMG? I bought it a while back when it was at a bottom, thinking that it would go lower, and then they had another health scare, then they had another health scare, and it's just gone down, down, down. And now it looks like it is starting to recover, but I've still lost money on it, and I'm thinking at this point maybe I should just get rid of it. Anyway, your advice would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Chipotle Mexican Grill, symbol is CMG, operates 2,363 fast casual Mexican food restaurants in the United States, Canada, France, Germany, and the UK. My personal opinion is I would get out of it because it's too expensive. I'm not talking about the price of stock being $490.52. To me, that's not, that, that price means nothing. But in relationship to its earnings, I think it's too expensive. It's going to make $11.92 next year. That's a really big jump from this year, which was, and this year is a really big jump from last year. But they were making $15 a share in 2015. Then in 2016, they only made $1.28. 2017, they made $6.50. 2018, $8.52. And then 2019, they're supposed to make $11.90. That's assuming there's not going to be any problems. One of the most recent problems is the, the 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 recall of all romaine lettuce. You know that's the lettuce they use on their uh, their salads, right? But you know I'm not too keen on Chipotle. I was at a Chipotle last week. I had some nieces down. You know they were young. That's their favorite restaurant. I went there, and there's hardly anybody in the restaurant. And I'm thinking, this is not. This should be. They used to be packed. Every one of them. Not so sure that growth rate. Now, sales growth is only eight nine percent. So why is a PE around fifty? It doesn't. I'm not. Yeah, seems awful expensive. I would take. I would take it. They're at a near a top, about five hundred twenty bucks. They're at four hundred ninety right now, and they've been struggling at that top for a number of months. I think I'd take that money and run, personally. Chipotle, CMG. I'm just not keen on. I'm not keen on food restaurants in general anyways, but because of the profit margins are really tight. But that's just my opinion. I don't think you should hang around. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. On Wednesday, on Wednesday's program, uh, our Wednesday program is heading to, well, that's not, is this Wednesday? It is Wednesday. I thought today was Tuesday. I th- so the programs were heading to an end, everybody. Only got about 10 minutes left. You can call anytime. Listen, line. We're live right now, so call 888-99 chart.
on the next Invest Talk. It's the big trade face-off. What President Trump and Chinese leader Xi want from their planned G20 summit talks. That story tomorrow. But now Steve is here, ready with answers, and he's waiting for your calls. 888-99-CHART. Good show, guys. Mark from San Diego. I got a position in Altera, MO, but I was thinking of adding to Silver's International PM instead because of the future, especially with Canada and the marijuana changes. So just like your input, uh, either reinforce position in Altera or PM at this point, which would be the better stock. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, both are cigarette companies. Uh, Philip Morris... Philip Morris is uh, PM. Uh, the company used to be called Philip Morris, and there were one company, PM, uh, uh, Philip Morris and, and, and Altera, and then they split. Uh, I like Philip Morris better. I think that their growth prospects are stronger. They have focused more outside the United States than inside the United States. The, their, their P is a little higher. Philip Morris' P is a little higher, and their uh, their dividend yield is a little bit lower, but if you buy MO, which is Altura, 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 Altria, uh, the growth is a little bit less and not as stable. So I'd rather stick with the growth, and that would be PM. So that would be my recommendation. They're, they're, they pay a 5.3% dividend. Uh, the PE ratio is like 16, and it will be probably 15 based on next year's. Uh, and the five-year range is 14 to 28, so it's a pretty low P.E. ratio for both, actually. But they they deserve a low P.E. ratio because both of them don't have a lot of growth. But PM has better growth than Altria. Okay? Okay, let's talk about the number one thing people get very wrong about retirement, and that is how much money they need. That's what they get. The number one thing, get wrong. Because most Americans think they need to save about, have about $610,000. This is according to a survey of 2,000 Americans published by the Senior Living uh, Provider, uh, Provision Living. Okay? So most Americans think they need about $610,000 and that's enough. 31% said they need about a million. Well, those 31% are correct. You need about a million in today's. And even that is low. Be much better to have two million. Of course it would, but a million is too low because if you use the rule, the rule of 4%, 4.5%, 4% of a million dollars is only $40,000 a year. You add that to whatever you're getting from Social Security, and that's what you're living on, and that is not taking consideration inflation, right? I mean, you got to have growth of that million dollars because you're going to be in retirement many, many years. If you're in your 20s or 30s, a million dollars is not going to do it. It's not. If you're close to 65, you're going to be more comfortable with a million dollars. Can you make it on $610,000? Probably. But the average person is going to have to drastically change their lifestyle. You cannot have a mortgage. You cannot have car payments. You've got to have that those behind you. you know, but if you're only living on $610,000. Forget about buying a new car. You know, you just don't have the money. You don't have it. you got to be careful with that money. Remember, you're taking $40,000 out of an account. If it's not, 
If you're taking it out of 401k or an IRA of that million dollars that you saved up or the 610000 you have to add that and pay the income tax on it. And you have to pay income tax on your Social Security. You have to add those together. And you're paying income tax on it. So you're not literally living on that money, that much money. You're living on less. Might not be high taxes, but there's going to be some taxes. So just remember, you know, you're going to be in retirement for a long time. If you make the age 65, I've given you this stat before. If you make it to age 65, the chances are, the odds are very high that you'll make it to age 90. And the older you get, the longer the odds are that you'll live longer. My father-in-law is 92. Now, you know, he never expected to live to 92. He, 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 he's pretty healthy. I mean, you know, so uh, he may live to 100. And by the way, he has no money. He, you know, talking about being foolish. He was very foolish with his money. <laughs> I hate to say that, but it's true. It's true. Now, he raised a family and provided well for his family all those years, but he did not provide himself for retirement. They didn't even think about it. I'm Steve Peasley. This completes another InvestTalk program, and I thank you for your loyal support and questions. I want you to have a nice evening, everybody, and I'll be back tomorrow here. So I'll see you tomorrow. Good night. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, Call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART.